0: Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, Spiritual Life and business coach Beth Cazillo. Here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire you're in the right place let's dive in this is feminine fire hello hello lovely human and welcome back to the feminine fire podcast It is so great to be here with you today on this beautiful, sunny autumn day here in Canberra on Ngunnawal Country. It's so nice to have some sunshine at this time of year. If you're familiar with Canberra, late May, early June is when it starts to get pretty cold in these parts and having a nice sunny day is just so delicious. And I've just got so much goodness to share with you in this episode today. We are chatting about how to know your next business step forward in a noisy online world. And I wanted to share this with you today because I've honestly been having this conversation with so many of you recently. There is a lot going on in the online space, so much information, so much noise. And often conflicting advice about the so-called right way of doing things. And when I say right way in inverted commas, I say it like that because I don't believe there is one right way of doing anything. But if you're out there reading this blog, looking at this piece of content on social media, listening to this podcast, sometimes it can be very easy to feel like People think there is a right way of doing things. I think social media is such a great example of this. I follow a lot of social media coaches and experts because I like keeping up to date with what's currently working, what's changing in that landscape, and there's often a lot changing in that landscape pretty regularly. Now, obviously, it's really great for my own business, but also supporting my clients in that space, keeping on top of what's happening is a really good thing for me to do. But what I find so, so interesting is that one Instagram coach will say one thing, and then another will say the exact opposite on the same day. You know, one will tell you to use all 30 hashtags available to you, and another will tell you just to post three. And how are we supposed to know which one is the So called right one if these people are supposed to be experts in their field and they're saying completely different things. It is confusing to say the least. Now, this isn't a podcast episode about social media or a podcast episode about hashtags, but if you want my two cents, the only thing that we can rely on in the social media landscape is that change is inevitable. So rather than getting bogged down in trying to work out what the algorithm is doing right now or worrying about the number of hashtags you're using, I recommend, and I share this with all my clients, to take a step back and come back to the purpose of your content. What's the intention? How is this serving and supporting your people? And know that the success of your business or the success of a launch is never reliant on one single post. So hold it lightly. Create content with the intention of serving and supporting your people in some way And then release the pressure, release the expectation around that one single post. It's going to be so much better for your mindset around content creation and so much better for your magnetism and creating content in a way that really speaks to and attracts your soulmate clients. Now, I digress. The point of all of that is to say that when it comes to building your business there is a lot of information out there. There's a lot of competing opinions, a lot of competing advice about the right way to do things. It can be confusing and overwhelming, and it can be really hard to know where to begin or who to listen to or how to determine good advice from bad. So today's episode is about supporting you to wade through all that noise And find clarity on your next steps to determine what the best next step forward is for you in your unique business. Because this won't be the same for everyone. My clients know this about me. I don't believe in cookie cutter solutions. I don't believe in one right way, as I said before. And I know, I know that that can be annoying. It's like, just tell me the steps back and I'll do those steps and I'll be on my merry way. But unfortunately, there are no silver bullet solutions when it comes to business, as much as we would all love that to be the case. So this episode is about finding your best next step forward in business based on where you're currently at, whether that's early stages or years down the track. And based on what your business goals are currently. So super tailored to you and your business. The first thing I want you to do is to take a step back and anchor back into your goals, your vision. It can be so easy to get distracted, whether that's chopping and changing strategies all the time or constantly looking for the next thing you want to create and launch. Distraction is a sneaky little self-sabotaging behavior that our ego loves to throw at us to keep us safe and small in our comfort zone. And that's why I want you to anchor back into your goals. Let me explain a little bit more. For example, if your goal right now is on booking one-to-one clients, and maybe it's not happening as fast as you'd like, or maybe you're not getting the engagement or the uptake you thought you would, Your ego, wanting to protect you, jumps in with a million and one other ideas as a distraction from your goal of wanting to bring in more one-to-one clients. It's like, that's not working. What about an online course or a group program or some other low-cost offer over here? Or... Maybe it is working, you are seeing some traction, and your ego is freaking out because, oh my gosh, this is working. And what does it mean for me to be successful? You know, it's not always fear of failure, sometimes it's fear of success. But either way, either way, the ego jumps in and distracts you with the next thing you could be doing or the next thing you could be creating which drags your focus away from your goal and essentially self-sabotages your chance of success. I saw a quote just this morning on Instagram that was like, successful business owners have tunnel vision. They are so focused on their goal, so focused on their vision that all of the steps that they take are leading them there. Now, if you could see me, I am raising my eyebrows at you because I know that this is going to resonate with some of you listening for sure. We have all been there distracted by the shiny thing, distracted by the next possibility. So I want you to first take a step back and ask yourself, what is your goal right now? What is your goal right now? And if you're looking for the next step, Is it that you are looking for the next step that is taking you towards that goal? Or is it that you are looking for something else as a distraction from that goal? And if it is the case that you're looking for a distraction, it's okay. But you need to bring awareness to it because it's not serving you. So come back to your goal first and foremost. What is the next step that is going to take you closer to your goal? Using that same example, if your goal is to bring more one-to-one clients in right now, but it's not happening as fast as you like, or you're not getting that traction, then your next step might be to make some tweaks to your current strategy. And that might be something that you ask your business coach to support you with, because those strategy tweaks will be super tailored to you and your business. But your next step is definitely not to get distracted with every other thing that you could be doing other than what your goal actually is. So when you can anchor back into your goal and make your decisions from there, that's when you can be confident in that next step being the best one for you and your business. The next thing I want to talk about is trusting your intuition, tuning out all the noise, And coming back to what is true for you because your intuition knows best, but so often we override our intuitive knowings or our intuitive feelings because it might not make sense or it doesn't look as good on paper. And when our brain can't make sense of something, our ego, again, wanting to keep us safe will throw up all the doubt, all the fear, all the questions to get us from making a decision or taking a step that quote unquote doesn't make sense. The other thing our brain wants is to be able to see the whole path laid out. So when it comes to knowing what your next step is, it doesn't feel like it's enough to just know the one next step. But that's often what our intuition will guide us to the one next step, whether that's through an intuitive knowing that it's just the right next move or a feeling of excitement or maybe something that you saw in your dreams. Your intuition will rarely show you the whole staircase. It's much more subtle than that. It will gently guide you. I often talk about following the breadcrumbs of your intuition because that's usually how it works, following the signs one step at a time, allowing yourself to be guided by your intuition is about trusting in that one next step. That's all you need to know right now, trusting that when you take that one step, the next one will appear. So how can you start to tap back into your intuition What are some practices you can use? What can you actually do to get the ball rolling here? First and foremost, it's about setting the intention to build a relationship with your intuition and actually make time for it. The biggest block to accessing your intuition is mind chatter. So you essentially want to clear your mind, quieten the noise, so you can actually hear the voice of your intuition. So what we're talking about here is any practices that quietens the noise in your mind, that turns down the dial on your inner critic, that turns down the volume on those thoughts that are constantly racing around your head at a million miles an hour. This is why I believe so many people get creative ideas in the shower. There's no other distractions. It's just them and the sound of the water in their ears. So, of course, that's when intuitive downloads happen because there's nothing else going on. The mind is quiet and you can hear your intuition. So when it comes to practices, it's any practice that helps you to quieten the mind One of the most obvious ones is meditation, turning inwards, quietening the mind, clearing those thoughts, and just allowing yourself to be. Intuition is about being rather than doing. So how can you find time and space to just be with yourself, to just be with your intuition? And you can ask your intuition or your higher self for guidance. Journaling can also be great with the focus on allowing the words to flow without censoring yourself or without worrying about things like spelling, just trusting that whatever is coming through is perfect and necessary and the exact guidance that you need in the moment. You can also ask your higher self or the universe to provide a sign. Show me a sign that I'm on the right path. Or you can even ask for something more specific. So, for example, you can ask, send me the coach I need right now or the VA or the graphic designer. Send me an app or a training that can help me do X, Y, Z. Please and thank you, universe. It's amazing how often you'll be thinking about or talking about needing a certain type of support and then suddenly it'll just be there right in front of you often in the most random ways and my mom will often say random is intuitive and she should know being a professional psychic medium she should know so if things appear random that's often a good sign that it is intuitive so ask your intuition ask your higher self ask the universe for what you need and be open to the signs be open to the different ways that the answers may come to you Your intuition also comes through your feeling body. So anything that gets you out of your head and into your body, any kind of movement, walking, running, dance, yoga, set the intention for the practice to be tapping into your intuition and finding the answers, receiving the guidance that you need right now. And you might just be surprised at what happens when you get out there, get moving out of your head and into your body. And don't be afraid to just chat it out with someone, your partner, a trusted friend, your coach. I actually had a conversation in Voxer with a client just last week about pricing a new offer. And when I shared some different options and some things for them to consider, she came back to me and literally said, thank you. This is perfect. As I was reading your message, the price intuitively dropped in for me, and I know it's meant to be this price now. She just needed to bounce those ideas, those thoughts off someone else before she could realize the answer that was always in front of her. So often we already know these answers, but having someone to chat it through with can be so supportive. This is a great example of how the right coach can support you to find your own answers, pushing you gently when needed, but ultimately supporting you to trust yourself and your intuition. So when it comes to your intuition, making it a priority to slow down, tune in and trust that your intuition knows the next step to take. And trust that just knowing the one next step is all you need right now in this moment. You don't need to see the whole staircase to keep moving forward in an aligned way. Now, the final thing I want to speak to today is something I've alluded to or touched on a couple of times already, and that is having the support of a coach or a mentor to help you navigate the noisy sea of online business advice and to make really clear decisions on your next steps forward. Often the quickest, easiest and most pain-free way to find clarity, make decisions and create a plan to achieve your goals is to have someone who knows what they're talking about helping you do just that. You can, of course, do it alone, but you don't have to. As a spiritual business owner, Your magic lies in the transformations that you provide for your clients. You've gone and trained in this modality or that modality to hone your craft and become incredible at what you do. Investing in a program and the support of a business coach is about learning how to build your business. No one is born with innate business skills or knowledge. It's learnt. It's learnt through trial and error. It's learnt through programs, through seeking and investing in learning and support. And I share this because I was one of those business owners who was like, no, I'm good. I can do this on my own. And trust me when I tell you that working with a coach and investing in your business in this way is the fast track to progress. And as the online world becomes noisier and noisier, having a coach to support you to navigate all that noise is becoming even more important. As I mentioned before, I don't believe in cookie cutter, one size fits all solutions. Sure, there are things you can learn, processes and systems that you can replicate and try on for yourself to see how they fit. But ultimately, when looking for a program or a coach to invest in, I recommend looking for someone who supports you to find the best solution for you. Someone who can help you find clarity on your big vision and goals and stay anchored into those as you map out your next steps. Someone who can guide you back to yourself and your intuition because you will 100% find coaches out there who will tell you there is only one right way to do things and it's their way and it costs X to learn it from them. And if you don't, then there's no way you're going to succeed in business. Ugh, Gross. Total BS. This is why trusting your intuition is so important. When you're tapped into your intuition, your BS radar will be on point. You will know who aligns with your values and who doesn't. So make sure you're tuning in and asking your intuition to support you when choosing a program or a coach to invest in. So what do I want you to take away from this episode? I want you to know that it's okay if you find the online space noisy and confusing as fuck, because that is the truth of it. But it's also possible for you to find your path through all that noise. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel icky or gross. You can find an easeful, soulful way forward in business, despite all that noise. The three things I recommend are Number one, staying anchored and focused on your big vision and goals. What is the next step that will take you closer to your goal right now? Number two is listening to and trusting your intuition, asking for guidance, trusting the signs, knowing that it's okay to just take one step at a time. You don't have to see the whole staircase for you to be moving in the right direction. And number three is seeking and investing in the support of a business coach or mentor who can help you navigate the noisiness of the online space and make clear decisions on your way forward. The online space might be noisy, but you can find an easeful, soulful way forward. I know you can, and I hope that today's episode has been supportive to help you get there. Now, a quick reminder before I sign off that the next live round of the Spiritual Business Academy kicks off next week on the 6th of June, and there is still time to join us. If you've been listening to this today and nodding along, if you're desiring more clarity on your next steps in business, if you're wanting the support of a coach who gets it, who understands the ins and outs of spiritual business, who can support you to tap back into your intuition and trust that you know best then I would love to have you in this with me. The Spiritual Business Academy has been designed just for you. It's eight weeks of coaching with me. You get four modules of trainings and resources to really build and solidify the foundations of your spiritual business to move forward in a way that feels easeful and soulful and free from hustle It is a tailored personalized program to you because you do get access to me as your coach for the full eight weeks as well. So check out the link in the show notes to find out more and sign up. I am so, so pumped for this next round. It will be the only live round I run of this program in 2022 as I'm going on maternity leave straight afterwards. And I'm honestly not sure what the program will look like next year or when it will be returning. And I don't say that as a marketing ploy. I say that because I genuinely don't know. The last time my business transformed was when Noah was born. And while I know I'll be back business coaching, my big focus will be on my mastermind program initially. So if you're still on the fence about joining, Please know that I am here to support you in this decision. If you have any questions at all, send me a DM on Instagram and let's chat. I do hope that you'll join me. The group that have gathered for this round of the program so far are just incredible. Thank you as always for being here today. As I said, I hope this episode was supportive in helping you find some clarity on your next step forward in business. Come and let me know on Instagram at beck.cazillo what resonated most for you. And don't forget to subscribe and leave me a five-star written review. This is one of the best ways to support the podcast and to help me get this out into the ears of more spiritual business owners just like you. Thanks again for being here today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast.